we're all protecting you. We have, we have all protected, protected you. you. About my marriage? About what you told us about your marriage. With the mostest? We're not dressed for this. I don't need to ever bring you guys around me like Let me tell you something. The only thing. If I want to see that, I would have wrote it. I mean, I'm not really sure what I've done to you, but I'm looking for you Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Hot and Bravo podcast on the Buttered Pop Network. My name is Eddie Estrada, and we gather here today, dearly beloveds, <laughs> to mourn the end of Summer House. Now, I'm here with my co-host, Armin, who's followed Summer House with me this entire season and has been following Summer House with me for the past three seasons. There is no reunion as of right now for Summer House. I refuse to believe it. I need this. They're going to the clubhouse, Eddie. Now. I need this now. We we had the clubhouse reunion previously. I think Andy would be stupid not to have a Summer House reunion because this has become the blow-up show of Bravo this year. It has been, you know, waiting to break out, waiting to be the star that it always, I always knew it would be. It's the best season yet. It's the best season, hands down, I think, that we've had. Here's what I think. An official reunion, you need to tape it a few weeks earlier so you can edit it down. But in the clubhouse, it's live. So there doesn't need to be any pre-taping or that much preparation. So I think next Monday, it's very possible that you'll have the entire cast in the clubhouse, possibly for an extended Watch What Happens Live episode, an hour, and you'll get a reunion. It's not as good as, obviously, a two- or three-parter. They're not going to go as in-depth, but I think we're going to get it. Maybe next year. Oh, you're you're not believing? Oh, no. Next year, we'll get the two- or oh, three-parter. we'll get the legit reunion. I see. We'll get the real deal next year. But they're going to do a clubhouse reunion, right? They, they have, have to. to. They have to. Jinx. Well, the main story of this episode had to do with no one else but Kyle and Amanda. And I, when I tell you I ugly cried, I, it was worse than Amanda's. Like, really? I, okay, I don't know why I've been such an emotional person lately. And I'll get into this more at the end of the episode. But I don't know. I just, I could feel the love through the screen. And I'll get more into this, but... There was an engagement at the end of this episode between two people who you've been kind of expecting it to happen between. But before we get into that, we're going to go all the way back to the beginning of the episode and work our way up to that engagement. So before Kyle could even begin to think about proposing to Amanda, he had to ask her father's permission. Now, if you guys do not remember, literally like the episode or two before... Amanda's dad was like a ready to take Kyle out and knock him out because yeah. of the rumors that he had cheated with someone else. Now I think found- he literally says, when do I get to punch this guy in the face? No, he, the, it wasn't those words. Exactly. Wasn't it? No. So I thought he had said, when do I, when do I hit him? But then the one this week, it sounded like he said, when do I get to him? Like, Oh, like, which I don't know if it was an editing thing or if I heard it wrong the first time, but I don't think, Amanda's dad was like actually going to like beat anyone. He seems well, no. He seems like the sweetest person in the entire world, and I'm going to get into that. So, um, Kyle's plan to ask for Amanda's hand in marriage coincides with their investor party for Loverboy, which 
when is it coming out? Like, okay, I'm hooked on hard seltzers right now, which I know is like the drink of the summer. I get it. I'm basic. But this lover boy looks so good and the cans look so cute and I would buy it by the case. Like I would literally drink it every day. Just like sip it, you know, by the pool in my backyard while I'm tanning at the beach. I literally live at the beach. So that's all like. <laughs> if you had to pick between lover boy and just add X. Oh, lover boy, hands down. Just add X, you actually have to add alcohol right. to the mixer. So that's more work it's for me. It's a mixer. And more money for it's me. It's a non-alcoholic mixer. Yeah, it's useless. Give me lover boy. It has the alcohol already inside. It's got lovely packaging. It comes from two people I support and trust. Well, you love Jax. Okay. This is this is Are you switching up? Are you switching up? Jax has I will always have a thing in my heart for Jax, but dude's got to wake up. You're realizing this I'm after realizing season this seven? After seven seasons <laughs> of being under the Jax Taylor spell, spell my the Jason eyes have finally Ka- opened. The Jason Couchy uh Because spell. I see, you know what it is? It's because I see people like Kyle and Carl who've only needed two seasons each to kind of figure things out. It took Jack seven seasons and he still hasn't figured it out. And he's about 10 years older than the, these other two, 10 to 12 years older than the two on the show. So no, he's only like three years older than Kyle. No. Yeah. I thought Jax was 50. <laughs> I could be wrong. <laughs> um, and Kyle's not 40. Kyle's like 35. That's why I was like, he's 37. Like, oh, so I, that's why I was saying like 12, like, all right. Yeah, you got Jax it. Jax is like 49. <laughs> he has repeated many a birthday, as Schwartz pointed out once upon a time. Jax is this your uh, fourth or fifth time celebrating your 29th so birthday. So no one knows how old Jax Taylor is, but we're not talking about Vanderpump Rules. Yeah. Um, You're so, team lover boy. So I'm team lover boy. Straight. Yes. Okay. Um, but as they're getting ready to set up the party, Amanda Send and her mom. Send us a case, Kyle. Amanda and her mom um, go into the back to, you know, kind of get ready for the party and get changed and everything. And this is Kyle's moment to talk with Mr. Petula and ask for this hand in marriage. It's hard for him. And you can see this. And I think the fact that he struggled so much, but still went through it was a true testament to how much he actually does love and how serious about this. He actually is because to go to someone who knows that you cheated like on their daughter and then be like, I know I screwed up but I love your daughter more than anything in the entire world. And I want to have her hand in marriage is such, you know, it shows that nothing is going to stand in the way of them. And I feel like that was what I really got from this moment is Kyle will not let anything stand in his way of being with Amanda. He loves her that much. He, he cares for her that much that he's willing to face something that could, you know, be the end of their relationship. If, her dad said, no, I don't think Kyle would have proposed to Amanda because I think he respected her and her family that much. I also don't think Amanda's dad is the kind of dad who would say no. And he I had a great point. He didn't really quite uh, give a ringing endorsement, mm-hmm. right? He said, Amanda is going to do what she wants to do. And I just want her to be happy. So I support her. That That was him saying yes, which isn't like... Do it. I love you so much. Like, I'm really super excited about this. He also expressed a little bit of concern 
uh, because he was worried that Kyle was possibly overcompensating. But in the end, I thought he was really empathetic, so kind, so nurturing to Kyle, who, like you said, was like scared shitless and ultimately like brings Kyle in for a hug. Yeah, well, Kyle was crying and, and, you know, the dad was getting a little emotional as well. And I just thought he was he was the sweetest guy. And I think that was I mean, I think the whole thing was he wasn't going to say, oh, yeah, I gave you permission to date my to marry my daughter, because at the end of the day, it's not his decision. And I feel like he's kind of like that cool, like, you know, like newer dad, like younger dad. That's like he understands it's like no matter what I say, Amanda's going to make the decision on her own and I will support her in any way that I can. Um, but he was just like, you know, for me, it's going to be a little bit harder. We have some things we have to get through, but they do have a really strong family bond. They took the family selfie. I think things will be all right. And I mean, I really hope that this is, you know, water under the bridge now after they saw, which we'll get to it, this amazing proposal. Mm -hmm. Um, but the party seems to have gone well. It looks like a lot of people were interested in, you know, investing in Loverboy. If I, you know, had more pennies to my name, maybe I would too. But Eddie's like, I want to get in on the ground I'm like, floor. Mm, yeah, how do I? Mm, what can five dollars get me? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like I get like like an like a zero point eight percent stock. Like it's like zero 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 point two. Does uh five dollars get me zero point eight? Yeah, it's like <laughs> how do we how do we figure this out? Um, but. They're ready to put all this to rest as it is the final weekend of the summer. It is their last party and they decide to have a putting to bed or burying ceremony. Right. It's they're, they're saying that we're going to put it to bed. We're going to bury it. They're basically saying goodbye to the summer. They're saying goodbye to the summer and all their issues. So no other way to do this than to have a funeral, which I love this idea for a party, like having a funeral um, for something you know, whether it's in the summer or like, you know, your your twenties or like, you know, the end of like, I don't know, like your job, like you know, a funeral for something where it's kind of like let's celebrate this, um, not like a real funeral, but like <laughs> I liked the pool party funeral theme. I thought it was cute and smart. You like the and, idea of having the priest there giving a sermon. Yeah, I mean, not even the, the festivities. Priest. I, I mean, let's be real. I would have had the best funeral outfit. Like I would have rivaled Paige. You know me in a theme party. You love a good spectacle. That's I, what it is. Thank you. <laughs> well, I love how you take that as such a like big compliment. I mean, I didn't not mean it as a compliment. It was okay, more of, rude. It was more of an we're observation. Moving, we're moving forward. <laughs> I love a spectacle, and I love a good theme party. Yeah. Um, but I think it was kind of funny. All the different, you know things that they had that they wanted to put to bed. So for Jordan, obviously the dick issues, Danielle not being worthy of going home to mom, Hannah, which was a reference to Jordan. It was a reference to Jordan. And then Hannah said, Jordan's white lies. Another reference to Jordan. A lot of people went in on Jordan here. Uh, Lindsay says <laughs> liver and boob sweat. You know, those, those new boobs, they get a lot, a lot of moisture, a lot of liquid. Um, Carl said, Everyone knows what this is about. How could you not at least touch my dick? Which I thought it was like douchey, but funny. Yeah. It's also like, uh, Carl, you're not entitled to Yeah. This. And you know what? I, I want to touch <laughs> like, on this. On, <laughs> I want to touch on this because I had been a, a Paige and Carl stand from day one. You right. know me. I was like, oh, I love them. They're going to end up together. All this stuff. Um, I am sorry. 
that I was pushing this so hard. You know, I, I mean, they kind of saw each other together and I feel like this whole new Kirsten thing kind of maybe reignited some weird feelings, but right. I liked Paige understanding and this kind of made things click for me because I didn't realize this was probably the same way I feel where it's like, I'm not upset that they're not dating me. I'm just upset that they dated, they're dating someone else b- before I'm finding someone else too. Like they beat me to the chase. Right. Like I'm not like Paige wasn't upset that Carl wasn't dating her. Paige was upset that Carl was dating before her. And Justin didn't quite work out. And Justin didn't work out. And it's like, whoa, dude, I've literally been in that situation so much times. And yeah. I'm like, well, why aren't they, you know, I'm upset they're not with me. And it's like, okay, well now my entire, you know, dating world has been reframed. And now I am thinking, okay, it maybe it's not just the idea of me not being with someone. It's the idea of me not being with them being with someone else and me just not being with anyone. Right. It's almost a competitive thing in a way. Yeah, And you know me. I'm like the most competitive out of the bunch. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm happy to see Carl with Kirsten and we'll talk about that more. But Paige, I'm sorry for, you know, pushing this Carl thing on you all season because <laughs> you know what, girl, I get it now. I understand. But also Carl, uh, making out in the pantry a few times and never texting someone doesn't make you entitled to some touching. Like, no, it doesn't, you know, that's like some, like, come on, that's not that in this climate, Carl, <laughs> in this climate, please adjust your expectations, Carl. <laughs> Um, well, let's get back to what everyone puts a a rest to. So speaking of Carl, we have Paige and Paige puts Carl Black back on blast saying, not getting asked out on dates and Lindsay putting her on ice, which I thought that was funny. Right. She was like the one to really call out people for like real shit. And then Amanda, uh, says Kyle and the cheating scandal. Kyle doesn't really give one, by the way. Yeah. He just says like, now I'm ready for commitment. But he doesn't really put anything to rest. Well, I also think Kyle, as we see, is having a freak out. Everyone right. else, everyone else has been drinking. Everyone else is kind of getting themselves together. Kyle's completely sober because he has bigger plans for after the party. Yeah, and he's like anxiety ridden. He's stressed the heck out. And I thought it was funny, man. It's like your body's shaking. He's like, Yeah, I don't know. I haven't had a thing to drink today. I guess it's just weird. Like, and it's like, dude, you're freaking out because you're about to ask this woman to marry you for the rest of your life. I love when Amanda's like, do you think these pants are too tight for you? <laughs> like, as if they were maybe like constricting him. Oh my gosh. Well, that also killed me because I was also dying earlier in the episode, which we didn't talk about the dinner, but it was a nice, you know, like last dinner that they had with the chef. Right. They got, you know, considerably amount drunk, which is always a good time. It was a really nice moment between the family of the Summer House house. But I loved when Lindsay was like wearing that dress. And then even Danielle was like, I think this is a maternity dress. I don't think you're supposed to wear this. And then someone was like, oh, I love your dress. I have a belt if you need it. And Lindsay's like, you don't get a chef and wear a belt to dinner. Like it was so (laughs) real. It was like, that is the vibe. Oh, I love it. It's like Thanksgiving. You don't wear your tight pants Thanksgiving. Right, exactly. You got to be which, loose. Which I've done every single year, and it's, <laughs> it's bad. Um, well, they have the biggest party of the season. They have, like, so many people there, and yep. it's massive, and everyone's in black, and it is hilarious. Um, you know, Lindsay is no longer with Payman, so she's living her best life. Danielle has her boyfriend, but he's not there, so they're being partners in crime together. Carl's super excited because his new girl, Kirsten, is there. And he tells Lindsay, 
yo, I think I'm going to ask her to be my girlfriend. Like I'm ready for something serious. And she's like, you know, if that's what you want, go for it, do it. And he does it. And what did you think of the way he asked her to be his girlfriend? If I was her, I'd be like, you are so drunk right now. You don't know what you're saying. Like, this is weird. Like, you're not going to remember this tomorrow. That's a hundred. Because the way he was talking, you could tell he was like intoxicated. And he was like, you know, I want to, you know, I want I'm 30 years old. I, I want to start giving my everything that I have to someone. And I don't have a lot, but I want to give it to you, which I thought was sweet. Because, you know, it's like, I may not. It's like the Elton John song where it's like, I may not have the money. The delivery wasn't so clean, though. <laughs> he was no Elton John. He was no Rocket Man. I'm just, I'm always fascinated by how people like decide to be exclusive because sometimes people say it was organic. We just kind of woke up one day and realized, oh, we're exclusive. Other people need a much more formal talk. Oh, I need the talk. I need you to be like, yes, this is exclusive. There's nothing else. I need to hear that from you so that if it's not true, I'll be like, you lied to me. You're a liar. (laughs) Or even just the labeling of it, right? I'm big on labels. Exactly, but some people don't want to put labels on it, but we are exclusive, so at one p- what point does it become a labeled boyfriend-girlfriend thing? Uh, we are recapping on Patreon, Vanderpump Rules Season 2, mm-hmm. and Shay tells the story about how uh, he one time like spent like all this money to win this ring at a pizza parlor so that he could get down on one knee and give this plastic ring to Sheena and asks Sheena to be his girlfriend. So that's why, as he proposes to Sheena in season two of Vanderpump Rules, he is putting her diamond ring in, in one the, of the, the... The poppy things that you yeah. get from like the quarter machines. Exactly. Uh, so he's telling Ariana why he's doing that, and it's because of the story of how he super formally proposed to her, uh, asking her to be his girlfriend. So I'm always very curious about how people approach this, because I think... There is a very wide-ranging set of approaches when it comes to the boyfriend-girlfriend asked. Oh, 100%. Yeah. It's um, not as like simple as the marriage thing, which is like pretty standard, right? The get yeah. down on one knee, fan- romantic setting. Yeah. I used to be... Well, I was saying I'm big on labels. I used to be really big on labels. Now I have more of like a chill dating approach. I'm right. trying to be like, oh, yeah, everything's cool. Yeah. While inside, I'm like, I have so much anxiety. <laughs> Nothing is going right. But I'm like, yeah, it's all chill. No berries. Like, no labels. We're fine. No labels. Yeah. It's we all good. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Carl no. Yeah, I need, I need you to call me on a Wednesday and let me know. Like, I, I'm I'm more of like the page call route. I'm realizing yeah. like deep down. I, I can't be like the cool like, ah. It's no big deal. Like, it's just, we're just doing what we're doing for the summer. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Do you think Kirsten Mm-mm. knew that was coming? No. Okay. You could tell on her face. She was like, what is going on? Yeah. But it was sweet that she wanted it too. And then they have the moment. And Carl, being Carl, wants to proclaim it from the balcony. And Paige is right there. And I loved Paige. She's like, they make a cute couple. Like, <laughs> totally gritting through her teeth. Like, nah. Nah, nah, nah. This is not going to work out. Also, I couldn't tell what Carl was muttering to page as he was telling her that they're dating remember he was saying like yeah page um me and kirsten are official we're boyfriend girlfriend and she's like oh my god like so good for you and then it sounded like he was saying cheers he was drunk yeah he was wasted he was very i thought he was going cheers cheers 
Cheers. He could have been. He was like, <laughs> but doing, I couldn't tell. I he was doing so much mumbling that I was like, "What is happening right now?" <laughs> but you know, Paige offers to exclaim for them, and then Lin- but Carl says it, and Lindsay screams it back. Like Kirsten and Carl are boyfriend girlfriend, and it's a really cute moment. But everyone, so middle school, but everyone's singing the same thing. Like this happened really quick. Like even Hannah's like, that was quick. Like it almost seems like a competitive thing. Like like you said, oh, I need to be dating someone before this other person's dating Wait, someone. Wait, there's yacht so guy? There's yacht guy looming? I gotta swoop quick. I gotta get my uh, chick of my guy. own, yeah. I just, I don't know. I, the competitiveness of it just brings me back to old relationships and it's just very like, there might be something deeper there, but Carl, if he wants it, he needs to step up and, you know, Paige said she doesn't need to be with Carl and... That's simple as that. Yeah. If you want, if you want to make an effort, make an effort. But at this point, you played all your cards, honey. Do you think he texts uh, Kirsten? Probably not. <laughs> she's just cool with it. She, you know, she's cool with it. I guess I would not be if you don't. If you did not, if you did not text me during the week and only texted me on the weekends, the, there's not. That's not a relationship. That's a hookup. That's not anything that's ever going to get more than just a hookup. It's like, oh. FWB? Yeah. It's just a friend with benefits, which is 100% what Paige was getting to. Um, with is this Carl still with Kirsten? I don't know. I'm going to do some research into this, but I don't know if they're still together. We follow them on Instagram, on at Ha and Bravo, and I don't see Carl posting any pictures with Kirsten. In fact, I've seen him post a lot of pictures with Paige. Yeah. But I haven't seen Kirsten. Unless I just wasn't really like logging it because I didn't know who she was. Um, but who knows? Yeah, we'll and see. I just went to her thing and she's just like a writer. So I don't know. Does she have any posts of Carl? Um, no. I feel like he kind of just did it for the show. As controversial as that may sound. Wow. Uh, yeah. But we'll have to we'll have to find out whether or not they're still together. But I'm always wishing the best for everyone on this cast because I really root for them. And I was really rooting for Amanda and Kyle. And they leave because every year at the last day of summer during the party, they go to have a date on their own. And um, the first time he asked her to be his girlfriend and they went to Greece together. And the second year he asked her to move in with her. And this year... He asks her to marry him. Now, she has no idea this is happening. He goes all out, gets a sailboat. They're going to go sail on the water. He has three dozen roses, a dozen for each year that they've been together. He has a vintage 2006 Dom on the boat ready to (laughs) pop that bubbly and get it going. (laughs) And then he gets down on one knee. And when I tell you, just at that moment, I was like, I'm even getting emotional now. It was just like, you could see how much he, I'm literally, I'm crying. Like you're watching me cry right now. Seeing how much. For the listeners, can I paint a picture real quick? Yeah. Eddie's face is red. (laughs) He is tearing up. Like legitimately, I see the tears flowing right now. Well, it's just because like, you can tell how much he loves her and how much she loves him because they just have this moment where they like. It's just the way she's looking at him when he proposes and she she does the whole, are you fucking kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? Yes. It was so cute. I love the breaking of the fourth wall. Yeah. When you see the the crew. But like, then 
he's like, you just make me so happy and I just want to be with you. And she's like, I want to be with you too. And just them holding each other and realizing like they're, they're meant for each other. Like love is real. Like they reinstated my like faith and love. Like I've been a kind of a little bitch lately and I'm like, you know, I don't believe I literally this weekend in Vegas was like, I don't believe in soulmates. I think there's multiple soulmates. And everyone was like, okay, yeah. Yeah. Right. Eddie. And then literally like, I was like talking to my friends and I was like, yeah, like I don't like, cause we were talking about like another friend's uh, wedding that I wasn't invited to, but they asked me to pick up the rings for them, which was bullshit. <laughs> And then they're like, and then you could just come to the wedding after. And I was like, yeah, no. Long story, but we're not going to get into it. But I was like, yeah, who do you think is going to be like the last like of us to get married? And I was like, it's probably going to be me. And everyone's like, yeah, no, you're going to be like next year. Be like, I'm engaged. Right. Yeah. You're going to go like zero to 100. No, I don't think I'm like that. But what I'm saying, (laughs) enough about me. Um, It just restored my faith in like relationships and love. And it's like, you know, the thing is, is like, everyone's going to go through hard times. Everyone's going to go through something and it's how you come out at the end of it. And you know, it might be cheating. It might be a mistake. It might be a financial issue. It might be a death that there's something that every relationship is going to go through. And the true Testament of a relationship isn't what happens during that time. It's what happens after that time, because during that time, emotions can be high. Things can go wrong. Mistakes can be made, but it's what happens after and the strengthening and understanding that happens in the relationship after one of those large, either traumatic or upsetting moments in the relationship, that's what that's what real love is. That's what true love is. And that's what we saw with Kyle and Amanda. And that's really what made me feel so good watching this and made me so happy because, I mean, I feel like I've, watching the show, I've been through this relationship with them. I've seen the pain. I've seen the happiness. I've seen them grow so much as a couple and really form this bond that will be, I think, a very successful, loving, and amazing marriage. So congratulations to Kyle and Amanda. You guys are freaking amazing, and I wish nothing but the best for the both of you. As for everyone else, thank you for stepping your game and your pussy up for this (laughs) final season or this final episode of Summer House and this third season because it was the best that has happened so far. You are totally, I'm calling it now. I'm praying since Chrissy Teigen tweeted about y'all that we're getting a season four of Summer House. I guarantee it. I I think so. But I always get nervous about pickups because I've seen so many of my favorite shows be dropped at a at a dime. Real Housewives of Miami. Gallery Girls. <laughs> NYC Prep. Don't take Summer House away from me, please. Eddie, let me ask you a question. So, on our weekly show this week in Bravo, we play a game called the Hot and Bravo Moment of the Week. I want to have you, Eddie, award a new award. I'm going to call it the Hot and bravo All-Time Proposal. Here are oh. the nominees. Oh, wow. I'm you ready like, for this? I'm stressed. Yeah, let's hear it. Mike Shea proposing to Sheena Shea, season two of Vanderpump Rules. Tom Schwartz proposing to Katie Maloney. Oh, that was a good one. Season four. Jax Taylor proposing to Brittany Cartwright. Season seven, Vanderpump Rules. <laughs> I, I crack in the shack. No, I'm joking. It was <laughs> it was at <laughs> Neptune's. It was cute-ish. Uh, I love how you added the ish. Uh, Kyle Cook proposing to Amanda Batula, season three, Summer House. 
and I'll add an off-screen proposal. But, you know, we got the gist of it. We saw the engagement party, and the whole process only took four weeks from them to meet and get uh, engaged. Tom D'Agostino proposing to Luan De Lesseps. Eddie, give me the all-time hot and bravo proposal. So I'm just putting this off of what I would personally enjoy, and I think I'm actually at a tie. And that is between, of course, Kyle Cook and Amanda, because who wouldn't want to be proposed to with 2006 Dom on a sailboat in You're the You're a big Hamptons. 2006 Dom guy? I'm all about that Dom, specifically from 2006. <laughs> if it's not from 06, I ain't having it. You send it away. I send it. This is no, 2005, 2004, 2007. Nah, I need 2006 <laughs> for that Dom, Dom, Dom. But... I also would love to be surprised at Villa Rosa by my fiance, Shay, Sheena Shay, <laughs> Mike Shay. Um, that was a good proposal. It was really good because it was it was fun because it was funny because Sheena thinks she is doing a photo shoot and like has no idea Mike's even coming. Yep. And he she just, thinks it's just her and Stassi doing a photo shoot for Divine Addiction. Yeah. And then... He does the whole cute thing with the, you know, the ring and the popper thing from the quarters and he tells the story and they have, and it was just, that was a really, really sweet moment. Yeah. So I think it's between those two. Tom Schwartz, I loved it. I got a gag out of it. He did the whole like Shout out to the theatricality of it. Exactly. There was some strong, there was strong acting in that one. Yes. Um, And Jax, try again next time. Um, Jax's is easily the worst. How about uh, Tom's? Uh, proposal to Luann. We heard about it, right? It took place in Aspen, if I remember correctly. I don't. By the, c- by the I, fireplace? No, I'm not I'm not even acknowledging that relationship. <laughs> We're removing that relationship from my mind. Tom D'Agostino belonged to Sonia first. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's a fact. All you guys are in my backyard, bitches. <laughs> All right. So thank you again, Summer House cast, for an amazing, amazing season three and a wonderful, wonderful finale i cannot wait to see if we get a reunion with you guys i cannot wait to see what next season brings and what happens with all of you guys i'll be following y'all on social media and everything you won't get away from me (laughs) and for all you listeners if you guys want to make sure you don't miss a single recap of any other bravo show and let me tell you a little bit of a secret if you guys want to, I will be at Ellie pride this weekend if you guys want to stop by i'll be at pump and sir on sunday if you guys want to stop by and say hey. So just throwing that out there if you want to do a little meet and greet. <laughs> um, make sure you guys are subscribed on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play Music, iTunes, or Spotify, wherever you're listening right now. If you guys want to follow us on social media, we are on Twitter and Instagram by searching Hot in Bravo. That's H-O-T-N-B-R-A-V-O-D. Armin, how can people find you? At Armin Mahram on Twitter and Instagram. And I'm at Eddie underscore Strata. We'll see you next time. <laughs>